This episode of the Ash vs. Mm. Evil Dead After Show is sponsored by El Brujo Especial. Is that the name of a beer? You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. And you guys can thank our special guest right next to me, Ray Santiago, who picked this lovely David Bowie song for the episode. I'm your host, Lucretia Lyon, guys. And of course, as I said, right next to me is Ray Santiago, our very special guest, a.k.a. Pablo. And then I'm joined by my lovely co-host to my left here. All right. Yeah. Um, Caitlin. Hey, yeah. guys. My name's Caitlin. Sorry, I was going to tag you in first. Yeah. I was being, I was being polite. Uh, yeah. I am Lex Michael. Hello. <laughs> All right, guys, let's just go ahead and get started here because we've got a lot to unpack in this episode. But yeah, since we have Ray here, and this was a very Pablo-heavy episode, I just want to start off by saying, how does it feel to have your shirt off, like Hemsworth style, all throughout this season? First of all, you know, after all the work I did, I really, really resent the two words you just said. Pablo and heavy should not be anywhere near each other. Yeah, you work so hard on that body. Like, yeah, those were definitely the wrong choice of words. Yeah, yeah, it was... um, it was not easy because we actually um, shot episodes out of order. So when I thought it was over, I would have to come back to a scene where the shirt was off. And we had like four or five days off. And I went over to Australia and went to the Gold Coast and had a great time. And I ate and I drank. And then I had to just like really suck it in. But I was watching the episode this afternoon with um, a friend of mine. And I mean, my my tits look really good. <laughs> yeah. And 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 um, they they look so good that my friend was like, "Dude, they look like a like a like a drag queen like breastplate. Like they're <laughs> they're so big." Um. So anyway, yeah, I got I got good tits, but I got to work on my abs all the time. Mm. Well, I know I have the same problem. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Much yeah. The same yeah. Thing, yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> Hashtag me too, right, Liz? Oh, oh man. <laughs> I'm like, well, I've started this off great. That's why they'll never let me lead this again. <laughs> no, but I did. I did want to make sure that uh, you know, from season one and two, there were a couple times where we kind of started to see the 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 you know the seeds were planted for for the evolution of Pablo leading to this. And I just wanted to make sure that I came correct because as a little kid, you know, I always wanted to be a superhero and. And I always wanted to be, you know, a monster. And uh, in this episode, I got to do both things. So I'm super thankful for our um, for our team of uh, of writers and prosthetic people and just the whole Evil Dead uh, team that, that 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 created this uh, this character in this this episode. Because uh, I went into the office and was like, I would really like for the uh, book and the Necronomicon to sort of uh, take over Pablo and in this season I'd really like to like see him go bad and I didn't think that they were going to buy it I went into a room and pitched a bunch of ideas for the character and about 90% of them short of me shaving my head uh, made it to this season but that was the line yeah that was it but they were like, we can't, everything but the hair. You have to keep the hair. You know, actually, our showrunner was really into the idea of me shaving my head when I became 
Brujo Especial. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at the time, I was like, yeah, you know, like, taxi driver, and, like, I just have this whole thing, and and uh, and he was really into it, and, and then uh, I think Rob, our executive producer, was like, Ray, you can't get rid of the hair. <laughs> uh, so, so we kept the hair, um, but who knows? Mm. Yeah, maybe, season four, maybe, Taxi Driver. Maybe you're wearing a hat yeah. right now. I am wearing a hat. Yeah, this hair on the sides could be fake. It could. Ooh. You never know. Could never know spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and two, in this episode, we get a big Kelly moment. Oh, that's right. Not only did you get the good, the bad, and the ugly of Pablo, but... You got a little bit of a lip smack between him and Kelly. Um, You know, it was one of those moments that I was sort of upset because he immediately has to jump right out of it and he can't commit to the kiss and he's just gone through so much and he doesn't realize what's what's going on until uh, it's happening and then he realizes that he has to move on to the next thing to help the jefe. But, uh, you know, it, it, it was definitely a big moment. It's not... It's the first time that he kisses Kelly this season, but maybe it's not the last time that he kisses Ooh. Kelly this season. Maybe he's going to kiss Kelly, and maybe he's going to kiss somebody else this season. So, he's got dirty, dirty dog five you. more episodes to yeah. go. You know? Interesting. Yeah. You show your tits and you're locking lips. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, Pablo's <laughs> pics out there. Getting that shelf out there. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, like, Pablo definitely just flipped the power dynamic on Kelly. And I like how she was like, oh! Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was like, it was like yeah, that's what you get for all those episodes of never giving it to me. I'm just going to ignore you and pretend like yeah. it didn't happen. Um but no, that was, that sequence was a, a um, well, you know, people say would say to me, you know, how you doing, Ray? And I would say, oh, you know, living the dream or the nightmare. Because, uh, you know, I didn't have my face for a good portion of the episode, right. which was about four and a half hours of prosthetics that we did um, every day. So I'd be the first one to come in and the last one to go out. Um I also had these like crazy long fingers that they gave me, um, which I mean I've talked about it in interviews. But you know when you have those fingers on your hands and and, and they take about an, an hour to put on each hand, um, you know they don't like to take them off. So in between shoots, you're walking around. Well, no, no, no. around lunchtime <laughs> things get really complicated. Right, like trying to eat like yeah. <laughs> like that just with the bases oh, yeah. of your hands. And then after lunchtime things get really complicated. Ooh. Yeah. So it was uh it was all worth it. I'll I will I will say that much. It really was was all worth it. Um um I mean it was crazy. I was I was I was watching the episode this morning cuz the um full disclosure I wake up on Sunday morning and like Sunday morning cartoons and I watch Ash vs Evil Dead by myself in my house and have a coffee and then I do that too. So I, don't I totally was like, I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to go for a gym. Uh, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do this. And I just turned on Ash vs. Evil Dead. And then I started watching it. And I was like, yeah, I should probably Instagram that. And yeah. Oh, shit. It's noon. I've been doing this for a while. Um, so it's entertaining to me. Uh, I'm really curious in terms of performance when you go full deadite yes. right like where is the line because Pablo is so the heart of this show right where for you do you how do you make the distinction between what elements of Pablo to retain and then what elements to augment with this just pure like visceral evil persona well you know 
wow, you really tried to make make sense of all of this. And for me, (laughs) you know, the first thing that I thought when I read the script was like, well, we never saw him die. So people are going to really start to question that. And, you know, Bruce says, you know, just it's horror. Throw logic out the window. Don't think about it too much. So I didn't. But um, I really felt like I wanted it to be as perverted as possible because he was in this um the 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 trailer with the girls and he's sort of like chased after Kelly for so long and I wanted him to be sort of a little bit naughty and I and my inspirations were um they were thriller they were um yeah. Freddy Krueger yes yeah um and they were I didn't choose this it just happened I got to the prosthetic chair and I saw my face and I was like, well, shit, I guess we're going with the Grinch and <laughs> and also wherever you are, Luis Guzman, I'm really yes. sorry that they fucking decided to, um, I'm sorry, I don't know if we can swear on oh, yeah, your yeah, show. Yeah. Oh yeah, feel free. I, mean, I, don't, I'm, I, I, I can't believe they decided to make Pablo look like fucking Luis Guzman. And I thought to myself, I'm gonna keep this one to myself. But then on Twitter, people were like, you look like Luis Guzman. And I was like, I really hope he's not following me. I follow him. So, um, but no, you know, funny thing is we, the, the scene in the car when I go through the window um, was much longer. And there was much more stuff outside of the trailer that was more Freddy, that was a little bit scarier. Um and uh, and they didn't use it and 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 I and it's what and so when you when you work on a show and you you do all these things and then you see how they edit it and you see what they used, you sometimes are baffled. You're like, oh wow, they didn't mm-hmm. use that. Why didn't they use that? Um, so and that's when you know you make three you make three movies or you make three episodes, right? You make the one you write, you make the one you shoot, and then you make the one you edit. So it's really always why I wake up on Sundays and watch it because I'm like, right. I want to see what it turned into. Um, and ultimately, I was I was very happy. Well, I did kind of like that that when Pablo went, you know, full deadite, you know, even though we didn't see him die and everything, I like how you bring up, you know, that you made it sort of perverted. And, mm. you know, even <laughs> yeah. in this episode when he says, you know, Kelly, you want to ride my mustache yeah. and all of that. <laughs> I love that. Um, I, I kind of liked that choice because, you know, it's interesting to hear you say it coming from Pablo's motivations of him chasing after Kelly and and all of that. But for me, it almost made this manifestation of Pablo feel very separate from Pablo as the heart of the show. Because if you think back to any other time where, where Pablo has expressed his interest in Kelly or anything, it's always so soft right. and, and sort of the antithesis of that. And as a, a viewer... I liked that because I got to really enjoy the the fucked up dead eye craziness right. of Pablo right. while also being like I can enjoy this but I'm like where is Pablo you know and right. and being getting to experience Kelly's experience of it when she's like you know give me my Pablo back and right. all of that you know as your shirtless on the bed right um, <laughs> I what is interesting to hear you say it as you know sort of an amalgamation of all of his feelings coming mm. out and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I think it came across really well huh. in both avenues. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, there was something I was going to say, and I was actually listening to you, so I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> uh, well, that's I mean, what I happens. Just, that that, that yeah. happens. Um, 
Um, yeah, it went away. It'll probably come back. Do you know, like, I haven't had a drink in like a week and I don't smoke pot and I feel like my brain is getting weaker. Maybe, <laughs> maybe booze and pot would help. Yeah, yeah it helps maybe, me. Maybe. But then I mean, my lie. tits will look great, but my stomach's not going to look good. But that then we'll just true. have to put in the, we'll put in the work. We'll help grow the tits back out. Yeah. And hey, speaking of growing, if you want to have fun, learn, and grow in all areas of your life, whoa, have we got a podcast for you. Okay. Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life from health and wellness to career and relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria be the big sister you never had. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. Be sure to rate and comment. And when you do, let Maria know it was the folks at ABTV, Ash vs. Evil Dead, who got you there. Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition. Check it out. Swish. Gotta love my hermana Maria. (laughs) Um, You know how many times I've said that on TV? (laughs) Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm a Gemini and I think that I, uh, I got to, it came back to me. Uh, I, I think like I got a to really have, interesting place yeah. Today. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Well, yeah. actually what's happened is that I've been in my house all day oh, and I've okay. been, um, learning lines for this project that I, uh, just got cast in, which has to do with David Bowie. So I've been Ooh, listening yeah. to David Bowie. Okay. Um, and, uh, it's, it takes place the night that David Bowie uh, died and a rift in time opens and something crazy happens. And I'm really excited about this project. Um, it's called Speed of Life and it's with Ann Dowd and Allison Tolman. Uh, and so look out for it. It'll be out sometime when we're done. Uh, but anyway, I've been reading, I've been, I've been watching David Bowie videos and learning lines for auditions and watching Ash vs. Evil Dead so, and talking to myself because when you learn lines and you're an actor and you're not doing a coaching and none of your actor friends want to work with you because they're out at brunch drinking and smoking pot, you just sit at home and you tape all the papers to the wall and you talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been around people all day. So that's probably why you're like, you're in a really interesting place. Mm-hmm. And by interesting, you mean like, what the fuck is wrong with you, well, let's you go back psycho? To, you're a Gemini. Yeah. I'm a Gemini. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Thank yes. you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. I'm a Gemini, so I wanted. So what you really are seeing in episode five, baby proof, um, <laughs> is is uh, the two sides of 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 Pablo and myself, right? Mm. I, I I I am like one of those people that like loves to work hard, but I love to party hard, and I love to do good things and 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 be a good Samaritan, but I also like to feel bad about the things that I did that I shouldn't have done, and I torture myself, and I think that that's how Pablo is, and I think that you got to see that side of him that he never gets to be yeah. as the deadite. And then you finally got to see him be be the hero that he could never be. Um, and I'm really excited for you guys to see where it goes because, you know, we hope that he's got it under control. But as we've learned on this show, anything can sort of surface and anything can happen. So it's he's okay for now. And hopefully he'll use his newfound title and powers for the good of the team. We'll just have to see. Yeah, because yeah. we assume that Popolo took in the good, right. but maybe but he we didn't. Don't actually yeah, know. I did like yeah. you got to have your last crusade moment though, which was yeah. really cool. That is that is that is great. It was very very great. Great. Uh, I um, did you did you feel like um, did you guys what did you guys think of the whole blood bowl thing? I liked it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't. I feel like I don't fully understand the question. Is it if it's yeah, like a, if it's a thumbs up or down? Then yes, hearty thumbs up. Um, I guess it was just like when I went to work, they were like, "So we got these bowls. We filled them up with blood. You ready?" And I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, cool, all right, cool." So I just did my thing. Yeah, and I was like, "I think I'm gonna choose the right bowl, and then I'm gonna do this thing with the dagger, the dagger, right? Because whenever there's a problem, just grab the oh, dagger and yeah. fix everything." So, so yeah, I was uh, curious how the bowls worked out and uh i wanted to drink the blood of my ancestors because i that thought that been yeah. cool i liked the i did like the the idea of the not using your eyes you know like just uh-huh see when he you know when elbow was like you know don't use your eyes look without your eyes and, and whatnot um it had a, a lot of like mythological foundations mm-hmm. to it and stuff it was, it was yes. interesting but it would have been cool <laughs> i was like i kind of do it's weird i had that same thought process but i'm a little i'm a little twisted when i watched it i was like i want him to like you know, reclaim his ancestry, and if he picks the right bowl, it would have been cool if you'd like. But you, you kind of like. I did. It up I, and down yeah, your arms I did. I did. Like I bathed in it a little. We bit, ran out of so, time that day know. when we were shooting, uh, so I was like, uh, "Okay, I think I'm going to do this." And I really wanted to drink, but they were like, "No, no, no! Don't drink that blood. That blood's not oh, the yeah. kind of blood you drink." So, so I didn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, side note, while we were talking, I also felt like I should confess that I probably listened to Kesha's Animal for inspiration for Pablo Deadite. That's a great I can tell. Right. inspiration. <laughs> yeah. That's um, fully true. That whole uh, album. Perfect. And then there was another, there was like a Gaga song that I would like listen to at the gym. Oh, it was like, it, it was like, I forget. It was like, it, the lyric is like, I know you want me, baby. And I know you want me, babe. Never mind. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. We've got see. Okay. Never mind. Next subject. Next topic. I respect those choices. Yeah, yeah. Those are good choices. I do a lot of things. When I was in New Zealand, I would listen to the Requiem for a Dream soundtrack on repeat. Oh man! And run through the streets of Auckland at four a.m. before I got picked up because I wanted to. Think about what it would be like to be chased by, I don't know, Ruby or whoever was coming at me that day. Um, so music was, plays a big thing for me because I don't know how people know, do it. I don't know how Sarah Paulson does it every time yeah. you see her. Oh and she's just got tears in her eyes. <laughs> just tears in her eyes, ready to cry. She runs through the woods listening to the record room for a dream yeah. soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. that's scary. Well, <laughs> she's like, that guy stole my idea. <laughs> <laughs> So I just try to do what I can to keep myself in it. And Dana and Bruce, they fucking laugh at me. They're like, oh, look at him. There he is. He's got his headphones on. He's got his music. He's got his scary music. And I'm like, fuck you guys. I don't get to kill people. I've got to like be chased and cry all the time because something bad's you know happening that's to me. That's true, yeah. though. Pablo, thus far, well, now it's changing, but that's true. Like yeah. You have a different space to come into as a performer than they do. You know, like, to yeah, get yeah. all yeah, 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 yeah. performing about yeah. it. You know, so, you, they, whatever, fuck them. They get me. Yeah. I love Bruce oh. Campbell and I love Dana, yeah. but like, you know, you're coming in, you gotta get, you gotta get your Pablo for sure. Going it, it, it adds to the to the to the trio and and to the to the team. Like yeah. we, you know, we've always talked about it, and we said like you know, Pablo's the heart, Kelly is the 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 brain, and 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 Bruce is the the muscle, right? And together yeah. with this ultimate monster fighting squad. Um, but Ghost I speeders. exactly. <laughs> By the way, we never thought Ghost Beater Ghost Beaters would be a thing, and that people would catch on. Um, that and of course. Fucking powerful vagina. Yep. Of course. Oh, That's yeah. you. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you guys caught it, yeah. but they even kind of gave me a powerful vagina on my shoulder. Yep. yep. And I was like, guys, guys, like, come on. Come on. So, um, 
Yeah, so things really they when we when something sticks, we really latch onto it on our show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, like, uh, and so you've mentioned music a lot, and I kind of wanted to ask because Dana talked to us about the Kinks was Kelly's favorite band, so that's why she insisted on wearing the shirt. So, who do you think Pablo mm-hmm. would pick since he's the heart of the show? He'd probably pick a little bit more sensitive. Music. Oh wow, Pablo's favorite that's a, band. That's, that's a really cool. good question. <gasps> I feel like I know who. <laughs> It's like, um, it's, it's like, hang on, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm really right. honest. All right, yeah. we, we got to vamp for a second. Yes. Hey, Suri, who's Pablo's favorite? <laughs> um, she just Alexa. pulls an answer off yeah. of the Ash vs. Evil Dead Reddit, like on the message <laughs> Yeah, that fans, what do you guys man. think is uh, Pablo's yeah, favorite band? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm looking it up I, on my I phone. I feel like you had a, an option there, Caitlin. I Ooh. do. I, I, do. I yeah. feel like it would be like Crosby, Stills, and Nash. Ooh, yeah. That's I just heard a really good interview with David Crosby the other day. That, Did um, you? Yeah. Oh. yeah. I feel like Pablo would jam to them. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not checking messages. I'm looking up my Pablo playlist right now. And I was thinking like Pablo's like younger, so I was thinking more like oh, like yeah. Bright Eyes or something. Yes, like Vampire Town yeah. when he's sad. I mean, know? I feel yeah. like it's like Vampire Weekend. Yeah, okay. TV on the radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LCD sound system. Okay. Dev Cap for Cutie. Sure, yeah. Um, you know, like actually, um, uh, um, okay, what's the guy's name from Atlanta? Donald Glover? Yes. Childish Gambino. Childish yeah. Gambino. Yeah. Weird. There was a scene in the, um... There was a scene in the pilot where Pablo brings a cupcake to work and gives it to Kelly in the break room, and she like smashes it and like eats it. Uh, and and I like sent Dana this Childish Gambino like video and song, and it was like this video where like Childish Gambino like is like like lusting for the girl, and he's all like 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 singing to her and stuff. And so like for the first season, I really listened to to Childish Gambino thinking about like that's how he macked it to her, like just because he's <laughs> just because he's soft doesn't mean that he's listening to softy music right. you know what I mean like yeah, I feel like okay. he listens to like Kid Cudi and Kanye because he like wants to be right like stuff that gives him confidence yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like okay. you can't be soft and listen to soft you know what I mean yeah <laughs> right well, yeah <laughs> yeah in the chat brought us um, some options here um, I feel like uh, Pablo was listening to Katy Perry or Beyonce. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, perhaps you're thinking of uh, of Ray, but Pablo, yeah. Pablo, you know, yeah, Pablo would probably uh, listen to that. Um, that Katy Perry song. Yeah. We played this game earlier. Oh, you oh yeah. yeah. This one, I don't know. Wasn't brave, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, this person will respond. Maybe. Maybe yeah. Beyonce. A little lemonade goes a long way. So. Yeah. yeah, maybe that. Maybe that strain of Beyonce. I could see that for Pablo. We're single ladies. That as well. <laughs> yeah. That fits anybody. I know. The right time of day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, yeah. Do you have anything else you'd like to say about Pablo's arc in this episode before we jump to just quickly going over, you know, the the weird baby head stuff? Oh, oh I see. Uh, yeah. Um, I think. Um... That's where that <laughs> yeah, was like, coming from. Right? All right. 
All right. There's music coming from my car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, is it just me? You <laughs> are, dude, you are the Brujo Especial. Yeah, yeah that's like, This is your favorite song. That might be Pablo's new power. I think, yep. I think uh, music coming from my crotch is where I leave it. Uh, <laughs> with, with I Pablo think in this arc. That's where we conclude Pablo's arc. Yeah. Episode. I do. I do have one one question. Yes, sir. <laughs> did they? And I think I know the answer based on the look of it. But did they cast your mouth for the leg mouth, or did they approximate your mouth? And if they approximated it, what was the moment like where you got to meet your mouth baby? <laughs> mouth I'm curious baby. what you think. Do you think that they approximated, or did they, they, they did they cast it? It's hard to tell because it's it's clearly like it's small. It's like on a. It's like small. bent a little bit. Yeah. So they could have like. You know what they did. But I looked at it and I was like, you guys, I'm sorry. That's not my mouth. Yeah. It doesn't look like my mouth. Yeah. That doesn't look like my mustache. I'm, I've backed everything up. This is the one thing I'm like, I don't know about that. Right. Don't know about that It's like mouth. I stipulated one thing when you hired me and it's no bad mouth approximation. Yeah, that was specifically in my contract. But since we are speaking about the mouth, mm-hmm. and I will give credit where credit is owed, right? You know, Kelly Maxwell, Dana DiLorenzo, I don't know if you're watching where are wherever you are. I love you very much. But, man, you have a talent for working through, you know, the task of having to have puppets and <laughs> things that are not real and acting with them like a puppet and a fake mouth. And, you know, she really – she commits and she – you know, she we learned a lot from Bruce on this show. You know, I learned how to hit my fucking mark. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what a mark was before this show. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. He's like, you're doing great. You're doing all this stuff, but you're not hitting your mark. And I'd be like, oh, sorry. It's because I'm scared and I'm running and da, da, da. But anyway, I learned that. And I think she also, you know, she learned this amazing thing where she learned how to act with, you know, how he had to fight his hand and mm-hmm. all that. She's He's passed that on to her. And she has successfully done it. And fans love it. And she did a great job. So I just wanted to give her props for that because that's, yeah, that's not, it's not mm-hmm. easy. Mm-hmm. Not easy to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I didn't think the mouth looked like my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> You're like to sum up. To sum yeah. up. Well, and, and I'm I'm glad that Kelly didn't have to cut off her leg, like you know Ash yeah. with his hand. But part of me wished that she could have put like a flamethrower, like Planet Terror style, you know, the like onto her. the leg stump. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was like, if yeah. she's gonna do that, they needed to have that happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like thinking about it. Can you imagine you go to work and they're like, okay, now there's underwear coming out of your mouth. Now there's flames coming out of your mouth. Like, <laughs> both her and I have always had to look at each other when we're on set and be like, what the fuck are we doing? And I'd be like, so wait, what do you want me to do? They're like, there, there's flames. There's flames coming out of your mouth. Right, go. And I'm just like... <laughs> that's so awesome, though. What other show are you going to, you know... You know I what? I'm awesome. not dead yet. Uh, on this show and in life I may end up on another show where I have to do this and man I'm gonna know when I go to work now when they say see that X mark I'm like I got it I know what that is <laughs> and you know what that is and you know what that is I know what it is so so bring it I'm ready it's like hey we need you to ch- choke on some underwear you're like alright I got this all right, cool I'm prepared yeah. Yeah. also too sorry we need to give props to um, the naked lady's body yeah um, you know it was really hard for me not to to look because um, <laughs> she's beautiful um she's a beautiful body and um we had to give her a name and uh i like to to do little things like 
throw people's like I so I gave her my mom's name. That oh just, wow, that's yeah. uh, doesn't, that's doesn't, doesn't it's like a Freudian thing, right, or something? Yes. Is, that, is it Freud? Or, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Anyway, sure. so moving on to the next arc <laughs> yeah. of the show. He's a Gemini. He's been at uh-huh. home all day. Oh, yeah. Well, and of course, at least your Bruhu know that you would want to look at the naked lady instead of a leopard or a yeah, snake. He didn't yeah, see him. yeah. He thought of you. He, he didn't think you were going to name it after your mom, but yeah. Hmm. He's like, it's yeah. okay. Cool. He's been separated from his ancestors. Don't worry about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. There's some shit coming up next next couple of episodes <laughs> that that uh that is pretty great. I uh, I said uh uh uh, uh I, 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 it'll come to me. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to move on to like weird baby head. But right. if you think yeah, about it, yep. just let's, shout it out. Mm-hmm. Like no matter what we're talking let's about. Let's talk about that baby yeah. unbirthing itself. <laughs> yes. And then rebirthing itself and then unbirthing itself. Ooh, yeah. It's like, that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it reminded me of like Puppet Master because there's actually one of the puppets in Puppet Master that kind of looks like that. Whenever the head popped out, it has a tiny head like on this big body. So I was like, ooh, that was so cool. Because like they love to put little hard nick nuggets mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. So I was like, ooh, I bet that's from Puppet Master. But yeah, gross. Yeah. <laughs> really gross. It felt... I was uncomfortable. <laughs> I was uncomfortable like watching it. I was like, gosh, what they've done to this woman's corpse it's just you know it's not it's not okay well and the baby wearing her body yeah i was not there's um so uh, grant morrison did a batman run for like seven years <laughs> it all comes back to batman for me it comes Always. back to like one of three things one is batman one is twin peaks there's probably like a third one i don't know um but the, one of the like antagonists is like this big he's just brawn right uh, i forget what he's called actually uh the I forget, doesn't matter. But it's basically a big knight, big hulking, like, brutish thing with a big helmet on. And he takes off his helmet, and he's got, like, a crazy, scary, deformed baby face underneath it. And it's what has haunted my dreams ever since. (laughs) And since first encountering it in the pages of those comics, I prayed that I would never see a physical representation of this thing in non-two-dimensional animated space. I've seen it. I'm not the same, nor will I ever be again. I will never be able to get the image of the baby head popping out of the stump, out of my soul, as long as I am around. You know, yeah, like, uh, I have to say, I'm not, um, like, I wasn't really disturbed by this shit episode, right? Yeah, you know, that's one of my all, favorite. We all talked about yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all seen that one. And then we've all seen the one where we blew our load this season. Yes. Yeah, literally. Uh, yeah. And, and so this one was weird because we, we like to use babies on our show and we like to do weird <laughs> things to them. You know, we've used babies before. They just haven't looked as um, – this was like a cute – Evil yeah, he's monster. like three, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. And if they're after the episode, uh, they showed like the behind the scenes, and the little boy's like, "Well, it's just fake blood, and I'm just sitting in here in my mm-hmm. chair, and I'm That's just an what actor." I was ask, what was the kid like on set? They, 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 they were great. You know, um, you know, God bless our our second unit, which shot, shot a lot of the stuff with the kid, and you know, um, the guys on the crew were really good about you know making sure that everybody felt safe, and we had. You know, for lack of a better term, baby wranglers um, that made everybody feel cool. And one of our stunties, uh, she's one of the head stunties, and she has a a baby, and they had to figure out a baby to put inside the trunk. And so they were putting the baby in the trunk for rehearsing at home. She would rehearse with the baby and put him in the trunk so that when we shot, he'd be ready to do it. Okay. So she was just putting him in the trunk at home and like opening and 
shutting it on him, and so he was ready to go. And if you notice, um, the the baby at the end is not the same baby. Yeah. In the in the beginning. Right. It's a different mm. baby. So there's a designated trunk baby. Yeah. There's a designated, designated trunk baby. Trunk it's good baby. to know. Okay. Um, yeah. But these kids, you know, they they um. It's just so funny because it's like pretend, you know what I mean? It's like that's how it is for us. It's like they, some of them were scared, but for some of them it was just like they were fooling around. Right. Yeah. Kids jump so easily into make-believe, I guess. It's just a very interesting game of make-believe. Yeah, who wouldn't want to crawl into a woman through her vagina and then pop out the head? Yeah. Like and then get bowling <laughs> balls shoved in to hold oh, you in the there? Oh, bowling yeah. ball. I think I had oh. already like... Brain bleach the bowling balls out. So I'm sorry. The splits onto the bowling ball. They did it. They did it from both ways. Yeah. Well, and I do love that Ash is finally being kind of parenty because he's like, I don't want to kill the kid. Like, I need to show this kid to my kid. Right. Yeah. And so, and then the little chainsaw. I'm like, that is adorable. Oh, that grossed me out. Because is it is it like a biological chainsaw? It looks like a chainsaw. Yeah. Like Wolverine's so like, like hand. Wolverine's yeah, original. See? I was like, yeah. so does it hurt? I was like getting all, I was asking myself questions. Does yeah. it hurt when he uses it? Apparently not. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I got real X-Men about it, really. I'm glad you yeah. did too. Yeah, I was like, that's yeah. what I thought. It's like it Wolverine's It felt like Wolverine's claws. original yeah. and like Hork Wolverine, yeah. so. I mean, I felt like Ash was very, um, or has been these last couple of episodes, has been very uh, Homer-esque. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Particularly in this episode, it felt like he was chasing Bart for a while. Mm. Um, I think he said, like, why you little, um, at some mm-hmm. point. Um, so, yeah, he definitely also contributed to the wackiness of that scene. I mean, like, I have to say, from reading social social media and and, and interacting with fans... They really seem to be loving season three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder if that's because they've been with us you know, along for the whole ride. And, you know, now we can sort of jump into the absurdity of what the show is. And, and, and we really do pack it in in the half hour. Or if it's just that, you know, we they just this season, they just really like it. I don't know. But um, I've noticed that. I'm, I'm curious well, what you guys think. I mean, I would as a as a fan of the original franchise and, and the show and um I was actually talking about this with another fan the other day. I think it's reached a point where we're very emotionally invested in the characters. And Ash vs. Evil Dead is such an interesting horror show in that it's so originally twisted and Mm. gross. And you see new things every episode, like the bowling balls of the babies and everything. Um, where it's, if you're a horror fan, that's kind of what you're there for. It's, it's its own brand of horror, but the writing and the content is also good enough that you're still invested in the characters. Mm. So it's it's sort of 360 degrees of storytelling that sometimes gets lost in this genre. Mm. And so I think being in season three, we're invested and we get to go to the extent of having Pablo go into this middle world and now right. he's El Virgo Especial. And we don't mm. need... The, the background of that anymore because we already have the foundation. Right, right. You know, we yeah. have the foundation of their right. histories and, and you know, Ash and all of that. And so because we've reached that, we get to do so much more mm-hmm. with the storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I think that fans who have been watching it are really enjoying that. Yeah, you kind of, you allude, I think, to like this, this seemingly ceaseless creativity, right? Like I was yeah. really into season one. I was really into season two. And at the end of season two, we did this big storytelling pivot. And I went, okay, like where do we, where do we go from here? It seems like we're going in a, a totally new direction into a totally new space. And now seeing what the, what the new space is and how, I, once again, I, I cannot... 
it's pointless for me to try and get ahead of this show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely pointless. <laughs> and yeah. we, but right, like we talk about television a lot, and we are conditioned as audience members to we we can recognize certain rhythms and we can see certain things coming. So a lot of the time, if you watch a lot of TV, the best you can hope for is give me the thing that I know is coming, but in a way I didn't expect. Mm. And you guys. Every single time you give me something, yeah, in a way I couldn't have expected, but a thing that it would never have occurred to me to think of that also the bigger miracle of, to me is that none of it feels contrived. It all feels completely – whether, whether or not it is because I'm sure some of it is just like creative problem solving in the moment right. on set. Right, right, right. But the end result to me as a viewer feels like, yeah, even if it feels like, what, we're here now, what – it is so of a piece uh, tonally and, and uh, in terms of sensibility right. with everything that came before it that it feels like a fun surprise as opposed to something that doesn't track. I will find this clip mm-hmm. and send it to him. Mm-hmm. That is all Rob Tappert. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, all yeah. Rob Tappert. Okay. And that man sits in that office and we never see him <laughs> until something's great or something's wrong. And then when he comes down, we're like, oh, shit. And he's like, you know what, Ray? The Brujo scene worked. And I was like, oh, th- thanks. Uh, so, but no, but he does uh, that. That's, you know, Sam being, you know, the and uh, Sam and Bruce and, and, and Rob having this thing that, you know, forever lives on. And, and, mm. and even though Sam isn't there with us every time we're shooting an episode, he oversees things and he's got his two, you know, guys running the show. And, and Bruce and, and Rob, they do that. They, that's, that's what they do. And that's what they do over there. And that's how they do it over there. And it's a beautiful thing. And um, it's a very special, uh, unique thing that I think is specific to to that whole thing, you know, just being in a, over there in that other country and mm-hmm. shooting in this warehouse and having all these crazy things happen. It is, it's like a fun, it's like a carnival. It's like going to work every day mm-hmm. at a carnival. Somebody asked me the other day, like, what's the worst part of your job on Ash versus Evil Dead? And I was like, having to hear the words, that's a wrap. Mm-hmm. Because it is the most fun I've had my entire life on a job. So I love, love, love working on this show because everybody puts their heart and uh, blood, blood, sweat, and tears into it. And it really does translate. You, because, can, you can yeah. feel it. Yeah. And that's the thing is this show, it looks like everybody's having fun. And two, that's why I've always been drawn to this. And two, as we say, this show just literally even shocks me. And I grew up pretty messed up, guys. Like the fact that this show <laughs> continues to shock me and show me new stuff, I'm like... Wow. And we even have a fan here in the chat. Uh, Bulfwin09 says, I've been a longtime fan watching this show since season one. I love the comedy and gore, and there isn't anything that compares, which I love originality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And it is true, like, because even though there's other, like, comedy horrors and stuff now, like Lucifer, Santa Clarita Diet, sort of things like that, they're not the same as this. And that's what I love, is this is special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the you know, with so much content out there, it is important to to sort of be unique in your own way. And I think, like like we've been saying, we do that. Um, you know, I have my shows that I watch for what I watch for. You know, I'm a big American Horror Story. Fan, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, and I'll watch every season, even though every season's not good. I know. Um, it's, it's some of them are rough. I'm like, I like this show too. I like watching yeah. it because I like, I like how we, we get set up and it's all great. And then like, you're like, I know we're going to take a turn. And it usually takes a turn for the worst. <laughs> and here it is. Yep. I love it. But I mean, 
Love, love, love the show. Um, anyway, I'm never going to get hired on that show. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't worry. I think Ryan Murphy's watching. I think you're good. Yeah. 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 yeah there we'll we go. He, he does yeah. a lot of other shows. Yeah. He does. Mm. Exactly. He does. He does. He does. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. All right. As we wrap up here, we may do a few quick predictions before oh, we do our shit. Well, Putting now, you on the hot seat here. After Buzz TV predictions. Whoa. Yeah, I was just like, I can't even try to get ahead of this show. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like Ray, what do you think will be occurring for the remainder mm-hmm. of this season on Ash vs. Evil Dead? Mm. I think that, um, I think, um, you will hear the words, Ray Finger Makuch! At some point. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. If, if you look for them, you will hear it. Uh, and um, uh, there's some Helen Keller shit that's going to go down. Oh, wow. Helen Keller. <laughs> I, was like, I can make any number of inferences <laughs> off of this. That, how? <laughs> You're killing me. Some You're Helen Keller me. shit that's going to go down. All right. All right. Ash versus Eel Deputation. All right. For this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to put all the thing, all the things you have said today, Ray. I'm trying to put together here for a solid prediction. Yeah, because um, at least we got a good resolution with Ash and Brandy. Her picking her dad. So that yeah, was a that really nice helps moment. Is our yeah. jumping off place? Because as we say, the show is hard to predict. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that I was very glad of that because yeah. I was getting a little annoyed there, a little annoyed. But I'm I'm glad that she did yeah. that. Well, you, you, you go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Um, I I think that uh, we. Um, somebody gonna die. Yeah, yeah come somebody's on. Gonna die. Yeah. Somebody somebody's dies. Gonna somebody die. gonna die. I think that maybe we're gonna see some things change again with Ruby's immortality versus mortality. Mm. Yeah, because Kelly had the dagger. I like that Kelly was like, "You fuck with my Pablo." I fuck and, with okay, you. but yeah. see, but see, right? Like because I have such a hard time getting ahead of this show, and I know how occasionally some of the ads will will mislead us. Uh huh. As soon as I see that really cool shot of Kelly, the profile of Kelly mm-hmm. going at Ruby with the dagger, I start to get very, very, very worried. Mm. <laughs> but also for myself, because mm. I don't, I don't want to go through that. I can't lose these folks. I right. like y'all. No, yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, you just have to wait and see. It's uh, it's it's. I'm gonna put my head down. Oh no! Because <laughs> no, because no. I think I don't know. I don't I don't know that you're you're right. I don't know that you're right. But but I may in I may be in for a turbulent several weeks. You're gonna cry. I, I think I think I think you're not. I think you're kind of off. And I think what you don't realize is that maybe it's just not. Maybe it's like a, 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 it's like a, it's like a multiple thing. Right. Okay. Maybe, maybe it's like a lot of things are going to happen that you just don't expect. What's, what's, shows up. what's giving yeah. me feelings of security is that every time I try to predict what's going to happen on the show, I'm always wrong. Right. So as long as I go, everyone will die. Everyone will die next week and that's it. And now everybody will live forever. <laughs> yep. Well, I have been quoted in interviews to say that the season finale is very sort of rem- reminds me of six feet under and it is a very jaw dropping oh. and and it is very uh it is very uh, it is very dramatic and it is very intense that's what when we uh, when we spoke to dana recently she was alluding to something similar about yeah. how you guys really trying to ramp up things and bring it to something of an apex oh yeah wow 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 i forgot about that yeah oh yeah 
<laughs> there's some Helen Keller shit that's going to go down, and there's like some Godzilla shit that's going to go down. Whoa. Okay. Helen Keller versus Godzilla. Mm-hmm. That's a movie I'd see. Or Helen is, Keller versus Godzilla versus mm. Brujo Especial. Okay. <laughs> versus right. his tits and abs. Tits and abs. Just yeah. every but tits and abs flying tits every which way. And abs. <laughs> <laughs> wow, sorry. Mm. Sorry. Well and, and what, really what is here, marketing. or at least everyone here is hoping we do get a season four. So do you yes. think that our prediction is it's like this this comes to a head, but as we saw, Pablo was literally in half. There there's no reason that we can't time travel. That's what they do on the flash. Yeah. Uh, well, well, we sort of, yeah, I think we set things up for a beautiful uh, uh, and a very exciting and unexpected season four. So I would tell everybody to just uh, keep watching because they're in store for a great ride. Yeah. All right. Yep. We will not let you down. I mean, I didn't realize that throughout each episode that we were ramping things up so much, and and now when we get to the season finale, it's it's pretty epic. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, cool. All right. As we wrap up here, so where can they keep up the conversation with you, Ray? Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you guys so much for yeah. follow, uh, for having me. Uh, you can follow me at Real Ray Santiago on Twitter and Instagram. Please do. All right. And Caitlin, where yes! can they follow you on social media since you were <laughs> happy to join us this week? You yeah. guys can find me at Caitlin underscore A underscore Burke. <laughs> Uh, I am all over social media at the Lex Michael. I also do a podcast with Tari J. Miller called Missing Out, where we talk about our culture, experiences, how those things shape who we are. It is the retrospective that's introspective. And you can, he's just raised, just digging yeah. this music so hard. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Missing Outcast and wherever podcasts can be found iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean. We drop episodes every Tuesday and little mini episodes Missing Out Monday every Monday. We hope to see you there with our ears. We love you. All right, guys, and since I'm Lucretia Lyon, you can always find me at L-A-C-R-E-T-I-A-L-Y-O-N anywhere on the internet since there is only one, and I, too, have a podcast. It's called Mrs. Brightside. It can also be found with new episodes every Tuesday all over those same podcast places. And I, too, have a YouTube channel, also a podcast form as well, The Red Room. And this week, we're going to do a lot of WonderCon stuff since we were there. So be sure to find that, and you can find it on my social media as well. And thank you guys so much for watching. Favorite line from Requiem. Ass to ass. (laughs) (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal. 